This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. She's District 1 Republican in the great state of South Carolina, Nancy Mace. Nancy, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing very well. You are good. You're better than good. I've been watching your videos most of the day today. Um, I'd Thanks. seen you before, was very proud of you before, although we didn't know each other. hope that's okay to be proud of you um, yeah. because you, you just weren't taking it. Um, and I want to go back. First, I want to start with your health. How is your health? Well, I mean, I, I've talked about this a lot, but since the second COVID vaccination that I had, and I brought this up in the committee hearing, uh, I guess, two weeks ago now, but I have asthma. I get tremors on, like, occasionally on my left hand. Um, I have chest pain and heart pain on occasion as well. I'm on a slew of different supplements and vitamins to try to you know, take my health into my own hands. I've had a battery of tests on my heart and my lungs, and no one can tell me what's going on and come to find out I'm not alone. And this was the first time that I shared my story. It's been scary for me um, because I don't want to drop. I don't want to drop dead, right? Yeah. You see these stories of people whose um, whose hearts have gone out, people who've either had COVID or have been vaccinated. And and I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all, but this is a conversation that we need to have at the national level. And I will tell you, after that hearing, I was really surprised to see the number of people that then translated that hearing into other languages. So it's not just something the U.S. is facing, but there are people all around the world. And I read a story this week about Eric Clapton. He had a neurological reaction to his second vaccination. And so um, I'm not alone. I know this now and I'm glad that I spoke up. But it, it is kind of scary not to have answers to why your health changed after you were vaccinated. Yeah. And I had COVID twice. Um, and now we're learning that probably wasn't, you know, I didn't need to get the vaccination because I have more immunity from having COVID the first time. Exactly right. Um, it's uh, U.S. Representative Nancy Mace, District 1 Republican, great state of South Carolina. Um, we were lied to. We were squelched. I was canceled. I said hydroxychloroquine works because I had studies that showed that it did. Um, we know that ivermectin was called a horse paste when, in fact, it's an award-winning um, antiviral for human beings. I've had Dr. Robert, Mal- I've had Dr. Yeah. Robert Malone on who invented mRNA technology. He says nobody should take it. I've had Peter McCullough on, another great doctor. I've had all of these people on. And then all the epidemiologists and doctors that you mentioned from Stanford and Harvard Harvard that were all yeah. shut down by a, by a freaking website. So yeah. w- what's the recourse? This website literally let us down the wrong road and might be why you have health issues. Right. And one of my, you know, one of my questions to the Twitter executives was, you know, where did you get your medical degree? Yeah. And they didn't because they're attorneys. And in some cases, in the case of the laptop or in case of constituents that politicians just didn't like, 
But the federal government was telling some of these social media companies to either bury stories or cancel people they didn't like just because they didn't like them or didn't like the information they were putting out. And even Twitter, they uh, labeled as misinformation or disinformation the CDC's own data on COVID and COVID deaths. I mean, I don't know how you can trust the science when the government is literally uh, changing the science every day and censoring the science that they don't want you to hear about, even from their own data. So it's just been been kind of a wild ride the last couple of weeks. But it, 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 I mean, it is frustrating as someone who I recommended to people to get the vaccine. I thought it was the right thing to do based yeah. on what was going on around the world. But come to find out, natural immunity is a big deal and can protect most of us actually very well without the need to get a vaccine. And we probably prevented natural immunity by locking everybody down. Had we been out there and had we been, you know, I'm 56. I've had COVID once. I don't mm-hmm. have the shot. Uh, I got over it. I was back in the air, Nancy, in a day. And, and I used my voice for a living. I was, it was a horrible first day. Then I had ivermectin yeah. and I had D3 and B12 and steroids for my lungs. And I was, I was back in no time. Plus I had all these antibodies that protected me from getting it again. Every American who was in good health could have gone through the same path that I did. I'm not special. It just, this, we made this worse than it had to be. And I think a lot of that goes back to Twitter and Facebook and the federal government telling them. So let me ask you this. I get why Pfizer and Moderna would want Twitter and Facebook to, to keep, keep people like you and I out. If we were learning the real truth about COVID, they wanted to sell vaccines. They wanted to make billions of dollars. Why on earth would the federal government do it? Right. And, that, and that's the thing that that's the big question. That's the million dollar question. And I, I think I don't think we can blame the pharmaceutical companies. Actually, we should be blaming the federal government for making these decisions for other people about their own health. And, uh, you know, in South Carolina, we weren't shut down that long. We didn't require kids to get vaccinated from school, but we were literally kicking men and women out of the military because they refused to get the shot at a time when we needed readiness more than ever in the, yes. in the world the country today. We were literally kicking people out of the military because they didn't get a shot, even if they were even if they already had had COVID-19. And so, you know, we made a lot of bad decisions and we should all be pointing fingers at the federal government. And we should be pointing fingers at people who tried to break the law on censoring information. That is a First Amendment violation. If you are a part of the federal government, you know, in my opinion, you need to be fired at a bare minimum. Go see her um, questioning of these these former Twitter executives. It was masterful. It's going viral as well it should. Everybody should see it, and it should be translated to every language. It's mace.house.gov is her website. It's Representative Nancy Mace. L- let me ask you about Section 230. I know Section 230 protects the online platforms from liability. If, if you post Joe Pags as a murderer, I can't sue Twitter because of it. But Twitter became an arm of the government when it started taking money from the FBI, when it started doing exactly what the, this administration wanted, and even before it was an administration, as the campaign for Biden was asking them, they were doing things. They were acting as an arm of government entities, which made them, at that point, no more immunity. At that point, they are being First Amendment bound because they're an arm of the government. So what's the recourse? Elon Musk owns it now. I think you and I agree that's a good thing. All of these people you had in front of the board, are they going to be in trouble? Will we revamp 230? Will we stop giving them online immunity? Because we don't know who who, who are they acting in in benefit of. If they're acting in benefit of the government, why do they get it? Well, they've acted in the, to the benefit of the government. And I will tell you, it's, it's been administrative officials in the current and the former administration who've been, who've been doing this. And so uh, one of the things that I am going to be pushing for are consequences. What are the consequences? We have these hearings, but at the end of the day, it feels like nobody is ever held accountable. And I want to bring in government officials. I want to bring in the entities that demanded these social media companies 
censor this information because again, you know, this is the federal government that is uh, that superseded these companies and demanded that social media companies like Twitter and Facebook and others bend to their will. And again, I put this on less on the private companies, but on the federal government who are making these demands. Somebody's some heads need to roll, and people need to be fired. Um, and this is a, a great cause to do because I will tell you, it's damn near impossible to fire a federal employee. If you and I were to mess up or screw up in business or in our jobs, you know, in the private sector, you'd be gone and you'd have to find another job. And the federal government, man, they're in these positions for life, no matter what they do. And that's wrong. I mean, I read a whistleblower report just two weeks ago that a federal employee basically was paid off a million dollars to get a $10 billion contract wow. for something they were cozying up with. And so this kind of stuff happens all the time without consequence. And it's disgusting and it's wrong. And I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, but if you break the law or you behave in this kind of manner, you got to go. You got to be fired. You got to get out of the federal government. Go find a job in the private sector and good luck. And by the way, there are good Democrats. I'm a, I'm a conservative guy. I'm not a Republican. Yes. I'm somebody who probably aligns with you on much. But there are people yeah. like Ro Khanna who said, hey, wait a second. You can't do this. What are you guys doing? I think there really are good Democrats, good liberals who still yeah. love the Constitution but might disagree with us on some stuff. Uh, it, we need more voices yeah. like that, I think. No, absolutely. And I praise Rokana in the hearings. I'm like you, I'm a conservative, but I also work with Democrats when we agree. I've worked on a, a lot of bills with Rokana, like for cybersecurity, for instance, and the president has even signed some of those bills into law because those are important. Those are American issues. And Rokana is the kind of guy that will reach across the aisle where we agree and try to work together. And even he privately at the time, he was reaching out to Twitter executives and saying how wrong this was. And I was glad to see it come to light because people need to see that, that there are people on both sides of the aisle who disagree with what's going on and we need to do something about it. But what's interesting about that whole situation was as they were in front of you answering your questions and they were answering them very badly, these people looked horrible yeah. and, and as well, they should have looked horrible because what they did was dastardly and nefarious. Uh, but a, a little while ago, you said the government was sort of using pressure or maybe twisting the arms of the, the online companies. I don't think they had a twist very hard, Nancy, for the simple reason, 99% of everybody who worked at Twitter was donating to Democrats. We know that to be a they fact are. now. So they wanted to do this and this sort of was their out. Well, they, they really pressured us. They really pushed us. They gave us three and a half million dollars so we had to do it they didn't have to do this they could have stood up to them then and the first amendment would never have been breached that's true but in the private sector whatever they decide to do there's less consequences but when you're in the federal government we yeah. have a bill of rights we have a constitution you violate those principles you violate the law there ought to be consequences so the first heads that role should be those in the federal government who did this and thank god for elon musk he's been cleaning house over at twitter he's doing what the free market is demanding right now and trying to fix uh, something that has largely been a good tool for the first amendment and getting information out there but we've seen its abuses and so my my first priority because the federal government moves so slow is to get beyond these hearings and actually figure out a way to hold these people accountable. When are we going to do a referral to the Department of Justice for right. those who broke the law? Like, who's going to get fired? Who's going to lose their job for this kind of bad behavior? It's not enough anymore. Um, I know that I'm sick and tired of it, but I know whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, when you see people that are behaving in this kind of manner, they ought to lose their job at a bare minimum. Uh, absolutely. District 1 Republican, great state of South Carolina. It's Nancy Mace. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, right now, even as we speak on the 21st of February, 2023, we've got a governor like Kathy Hochul in New York who literally says, I will not rehire the medical staff we fired because the last thing you want 
to face if you've got a medical issue is somebody who can give you COVID. Now, this is so disconnected from reality because, as you know and I know, you can still get it, you can still spread it, even if you've gotten five shots. It doesn't matter. This is just somebody saying, you must take a jab in your arm to comply with what I want if you want to work in New York. So you're in South Carolina. You disagree with that. I disagree with that. Texas, where I am, disagrees. Florida disagrees. California agrees with that. Michigan agrees with that. So you've got all this diversity of information, much of which is wrong. Kathy Hochul's wrong. She's dead wrong, and she should know that. But what do you tell people who are watching and listening who are confused now? Well, it's, I mean, gosh, maybe move out of New York to Florida. That's sort of, that's <laughs> yeah, do that. They're moving to Charleston, South Carolina, yeah. too, where I am. Health. We have a lot of New Yorkers now who love freedom and they want they want to be able to make their, their own health care decisions. But that's why elections are so important. They have consequences. And uh, it's important for us to sell our message and our ideas and our policies that are pro-freedom, that are compassionate to those with all beliefs, people should be able to make their own medical care decisions. And I hope like hell that in the months ahead, as we learn more and more every single week um, about about the vaccine, about COVID-19, because we're still learning things about the virus, that, that some of the very poor decisions that have been made, like mandating kids getting vaccinated, mandating if you're going to college or university, you have to be vaccinated. That's or crazy. To be vaccinated, to serve in the military, you got to be vaccinated. These are all decisions that should be rolled back. It'll take probably a little bit of time, but um, we need to encourage people to speak up to their governors and their elected officials to ultimately, at the end of the day, reverse course and make the right decision that protects the freedom and medical freedom of everybody. Go follow her everywhere. It's U.S. Representative Nancy Mace. I want to go to the spy balloon in the time we have remaining. Um, this, is yeah. what we, this is what we know, Congressman. Uh, we, we know that it left from China. It went all the way across the Pacific. It went into mm-hmm. Alaska. It went into Canada, all the way down through Canada, through Montana, ended up off the coast of your state, and then they finally decided to shoot it down. Um, We have since learned from Anthony Blinken that somehow we adjusted the radar. Now we can see spy balloons better, as we're just going to buy that. So let's go back to where it left China. We had to know. We had to know it was on the way over. We had to see it off the coast of Alaska. Why the hell did we wait until it was over your state after 10 days of surveillance before knocking it out of the sky? Yeah, we knew we knew before it was in Montana that it was out there, and we let it traverse over the entire country over, as we now know, an open source information, nuclear sites and military sites before we finally shot it down. Uh, there was plenty of opportunity to shoot it down, as we saw the week a week later. The federal government literally told us we couldn't shoot it down because, you know, because we were worried about the uh, the size of the debris field of people getting injured. Uh, far fewer people in Montana than in South Carolina. Or the Montana governor there. said, shoot it down. The Montana governor said, please yeah. shoot it down. Yeah. Well, we find out a week later, it wasn't, you couldn't shoot it down over the U.S., you know, the week before, but a week later, they shot three objects down out of the sky, Alaska, Canada, and then again over uh, Lake Huron, uh, Lake Huron, uh, you know, right. near Michigan. So it's like, well, clearly you could have done it and then just decided not to. And it's like, how many times do we have to be lied to? And again, this is something I see on both sides of the aisle is not Democrat or Republican, but don't lie to us. The American people can handle it. They can take it. And they still haven't given us a full briefing on the other three objects that they shot down. There was some talk of them being private, possibly one being like a $12 weather balloon that right. they used a missile to shoot down. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where this ends, but people would prefer and honor the truth better than what we've been delivered so far, uh, as as we've been told by the federal government. I couldn't agree with you more. They tried to shoot down the one balloon over Romulus, Michigan. If you've flown yeah. into Detroit, the airport's in Romulus. 
That was yeah. a very heavily populated populated area. So the lie about not shooting it down over over Montana doesn't hold any water at all. You try to yeah. shoot it down over Detroit, and then you're shooting down. It could be a, a hobby balloon. I have no idea what these things are, and we, as the American people, tell me if you agree with this, would not even know about the first one had somebody not looked up and said, oh, what is that? The, the yeah. government didn't, did, the government didn't <laughs> offer us that information. Yeah, if it had not been seen by the naked eye by a civilian in the local media who reported it, we wouldn't know about it. And, you know, what's really concerning is we spend billions and billions and billions of dollars every single year at the DOD and the Pentagon. And it took one slight adjustment on on their data to then figure out how to identify these things. So one, either we didn't know or our technology wasn't updated to know. Either way, none of, neither of those scenarios are good enough for the American people, exactly. especially we've been, we have invested so much time, so many resources, that that cannot be truly be the answer. And if we could just run the federal government and its agencies like a business, we wouldn't have these kinds of failures because your business would never survive if you operated like a bureaucracy. Dis- you'd, be, you'd be toast. I couldn't agree with you more. District uh, 1 Republican, great state of South Carolina. One last question, and uh, having talked to you for about 15 minutes, um, I get a real feeling of who you are. And Yeah, you want to work with both sides. You're a conservative yeah. person. I haven't heard anything that I disagree with so far, but when I announced yesterday I was going to have you on, got a couple of emails. Oh, she's a rhino. Why are you having her on? It, 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 yeah. What is that? Is it because you're willing to listen to the other side? I, I oh. hate just calling people names because you can. I haven't seen anything that you've done that isn't conservative. No, I mean, I am. You can look at my conservative record, but at the same time, I have a record of achievement. Like, yeah. I am definitely a conservative. I have a fiscal conservative. I have never voted to raise a single tax on anybody in this country. I'll, I won't do it. <laughs> I mean, I just don't have, I don't have it in me coming from a business background. Uh, I'm socially tolerant, socially sensible as well as I think the vast majority of Americans are. Now, I do get poked and prodded from time to time from the former president, and that's okay. I don't mind. Oh, is that what it is? Like, Oh, that is what it is, for sure. Okay. I'm one of the few House Republicans that survived uh, a, a primary from the former president last year. And that's okay. I don't I don't hold, begrudge anybody. Um, and that's why elections are important. I want us to win. I want us to win on the battle of ideas, the battle of policy, and the battle of candidates. Because 2024 is going to be here before we know it. Yeah. We want to win the White House. We want to win the I'm in a swing district. And, and I know what it takes as a conservative to win independence over and, and centrists over. And that's those are the kinds of people that will lead and guide our country in the right direction. If you're conservative who works with Democrats and reaches across the aisle, that's what Reagan did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So there, there's a way to do it. And not be an alpha hotel where you can still stay true to who you are and your principles and still be tough and still fight. I agree with and disagree with people all over the place. I try to be a constitutional conservative, but we're not always going to agree on everything. Um, We don't want to be a monopoly. And that's not healthy either. We need to have vigorous debate of ideas. I agree with her. I appreciate Nancy Mace coming on. And we're back after this in the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have Nancy Mason. We've got time for a quick pop culture. Hi, Polo, what's happening? This is pretty interesting. The Rolling Stones have been recording with Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. Wow. Yeah, so they may release some music together. Do we know when? Uh, It does not say. 
All right, that's Polo, that's Kerry, that's, that's CJ in for Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.